Welcome to the Death Taco Podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and today I'm joined by Alex and Raul. So, gentlemen, Halloween just passed up. I planned on doing a Halloween episode. Didn't really work out that way, though. On account of, I think, a couple of weeks ago, I got COVID. Mm-hmm. All clear now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Never got, like, legit tested, but, mm-hmm. like, had the fever, lost the taste, yeah. all that shit. Wait, and, uh... What, when, when did this happen? That was like three weeks ago. So I kind of turned into a hermit for a while. That's why I was iffy about doing the party. And why I hit niggas up at the last minute. Like, all right, I didn't die. We're good. (laughs) (laughs) But no, so because of that, though, it got me thinking I wanted to do kind of a COVID episode in general. Because I've never, on this podcast, we never addressed like the whole shit with the pandemic. Because we started doing this like a little around that time, I think. And I'm just curious, like, what your guys' stories are evolving it. And also, because me and you have a very specific story from the start of it. I don't know if you remember it. Nah, bro. <laughs> well, That's no. Specific. Well, uh, specifically, I'm talking about when I got pink eye. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I came over here for your haircut. Yeah. What? So, COVID starts, pandemic happens, right? Fucking everybody's bum-rushing the stores and shit. <clears throat> We're starting to have to wear masks, but everybody's not diehard with it yet. Mm-hmm. So we're not sure if the world's ending, we're all going to starve to death, or what's going on. And in the middle of all this, one of my eyes starts to feel a little itchy and watery. Thought it was allergies. One of my eyes turned pink. I'm like, hey guys, there's a global pandemic and a virus that's killing half the world. But my, I got pink eye. Ah. <laughs> a week later, both of my eyes got pink eye. <laughs> Okay, now I'm like, uh, both my eyes have pink eye, guys. Was I still in the shop at that time? No, you uh-huh. had stopped because they had closed they, the, the shutdown and happened. Or lockdown. Did you cut your hair while you have pink eye? No. Oh, okay. So we're a couple weeks in, right? And then I'm like, you know what? My hair's getting kind of wily. I need, I need a haircut. And this dude was doing fucking house calls, being a G. And uh, I remember you said you didn't feel comfortable doing indoor haircuts. So we had to do it outdoor. Right, so right, we were right. on my back porch back there. And I remember he's cutting my hair. Everything's going cool. And then he goes to do the lineup. And when he does the lineup, he gets in my face. And then that's when he looks into my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, bro, what's wrong with your eyes? Oh, nothing. The wind's blowing kind of hard. He's like, do you got pink eye? No. He's like, if you got pink eye, it's fucked up. No, like 44% sure. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, so I ended up having pink eye on both eyes. I know. I really needed the lineup, though. But me being me, I was immune, I'm immune to it, so I didn't get it. <laughs> He's, like, He's like, I've tested this before. I've eaten a lot of butts. <laughs> and I ain't allergic to poison ivy either. <laughs> You really aren't alert. You haven't gotten fucking poison ivy before? Nah, I've, I've never been allergic to it, bro. Mm. I don't think I've ever gotten it either, to be honest. I'm thinking about it. <clears throat> like, I am allergic to bees. Well, there you go. That's God's <laughs> way of saying take that. Well, I mean, I don't know if you would call it allergic, but I mean, I when I got stung by one, it got swollen in that area. I thought you were going to say the bee died. I mean, that too. But. Mm. Nah, fucking, you know how I know I'm allergic to poison ivy? No, I already told you how I got poison ivy. The one time in my life I've ever gotten poison ivy. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't know you ever told me. I was like a freshman in high school. I'm like 14, right? 
And I remember at that time, you know, you don't, you stay up late, you sleep all day, you do that type of shenanigans. And right. I used to piss my dad off because my dad worked nights. So he'd always come home and see me in the exact same position, just watching TV as he left to go to work. <laughs> and he was always like, you got to do something, bro. Fucking bomb. Pretty much. <laughs> and I was like, you know what, dad? I'm going to help you out. I'm going to trim the fucking hedges, son. So I come home from school. First thing I do, as soon as I do, I set the backpack down, pick up our electric fucking hedge trimmer. I just start going ham on these fucking hedges, bro. I think I've done an immaculate job. I'm like, this is beautiful. I get done. Fucking. All right, that killed 30 minutes, maybe. So I'm like, what do I do? I'm a 14-year-old boy alone in my house. What do you do? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if they, um, I don't know if, if I'm thinking where this is headed is the right thing, knowing you. But go ahead. I'm sure you both know where this is going. You had to rub one out. You know what I'm saying? And kill another two hours. Right. For two hours, right. And so that happens. All right, cool. I'm chilling. A little bit later in the night, all of a sudden, you know, I'm, I'm feeling a burn. <laughs> feeling oh, an itch. Oh damn. Actually, I noticed it in the shower because I'm in the shower, right? And when the hot water like hits poison ivy or some type of rash, it starts feeling better. Right. Next thing I knew, I had like hot cranked to 100 percent and I'm doing this like pose, like lean back, fucking just (laughs) embracing the hot, just hitting like my sack. And that's how I found out I had poison ivy just on the nuts. That sucks, bro. (laughs) You got it from trimming the hedges? Yeah. How I beat off is my business. (laughs) Food, bro. I'm like that. Explain that. I was like, were you butt naked when you're cutting some shit? <laughs> no, but yeah. How did we get the poison ivy? Did you have pink eye? Uh, COVID. And then the reaction. So how did COVID go for you guys at the start? Like, at what point did you take it seriously? I don't think I ever took it seriously, for real, for real. Yeah, I never took it seriously. Just for the, I don't know, just for the simple fact that. The shop that I work at is full of conspiracies, so really, I never took nothing serious. So even at the start, like, when they're talking about a lockdown, and motherfuckers start bum-rushing the grocery stores, and taking out all the toilet paper, buying everything. I thought people were tweaking. I thought people were tweaking, too, because I was like, dude, I work retail. So I'm like, I'm seeing all this shit, and I'm like, it's not that serious. Like, okay, obviously people are dying, yes, it's serious, but people die for a lot of things also. There's a lot more serious things also going on. So it was like, to me, I'm like, this isn't like a world ending pandemic. So I don't know why people are wrecking to pocket deliver for like a year supply when it's only locked down for like a month. Mm-hmm. I was more upset at the fact that I had just started my barber career and they shut that shit down on me. <laughs> and I like literally, bro, I was like, damn, I literally just started my career. Like I was literally just starting to take off when we had to shut the shop down. And I'm like, I was like literally... I went into a depression because I didn't. I just got everything like pretty much taken away from me. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't know when we were gonna open back up or nothing like that. So I was more worried about the fact of not being able to work and do what I was doing because I had just started cutting hair. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably what affected me more for real. I didn't really care about the masks or even catching COVID or nothing like that. I was just kind of like, I was more like, just in awe, I guess, that we're actually going through something like this and we're experiencing it. You know what I mean? Like. This is going to go down in history and shit. It still is. Do you still look around and, like, <clears throat> just kind of, like you said, pretty much in awe that motherfuckers are wearing masks? Kind of. Like, it's a weird time, bro. It, I thought about it, and I was like, it's kind of weird how, like, 
we went from no masks to wearing masks, and now people don't want to wear the masks again. And I also thought about it like, you know how like Japanese culture, like people wear masks just like, like for aesthetic and everything. And it's like, I wonder how they feel now that we're all wearing masks. Like they did it like so cool and now that we're all wearing masks, they're like, I wonder what they feel like. I think that's Asian culture in general, because like Chinese motherfuckers are baby. I don't even know well, how you would say. It's dirty over there for real, and that's why they got the masks. I think so too. That there's so in, many of them. In California, it's the same way that, that it's the smog and all the air so bad. Their quality's not as good that people wear masks like that. And there's a billion of them. Exactly. There's only 300 million of us, and I'm pretty sure we got a bigger country. I might be making that up, but I fucking. I'm not really too good on that stuff. Because I mean, do you really think the masks work? No. It's kind of like a. Not because, I mean, I still caught COVID, too, but I didn't get tested for it, but I caught it, like, a week after we opened the shop back up. Like, literally, the week of 4th of July. <laughs> First dude comes back in, bro. <laughs> He's like, I'm taking them out. Listen, dude, at least I came to you with pink eye and not COVID. But I, I got it the week of 4th of July, bro. I remember that shit because I remember having to cancel all my appointments and me being excited because it was a busy week and we were just getting back in. Mm-hmm. And I had to cancel all my shit because I got sick. And I knew that I had COVID because... So I, it didn't hit me as bad as everybody else. I felt like the fever and fatigue and the chills one night, but the next day I was perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and as the days went on, it just felt more like allergies. Like I had the itchy nose and watery eyes, and I had a lot of like uh, phlegm and congestion. Yes. Um, but the, but it, I never felt as bad as other people have experienced. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like on where they're about to die and shit. And I know people that gone through that who's who've like lost over forty pounds when they got sick and shit like that. That did not happen to me. The only reason I know I had it was because I experienced that no smell symptom and I have never experienced that in my life. Yeah. And I was cooking like chili, like literally I was cooking like something hot. And you know, when you inhale that, bro, you're fucking dying. Yeah. So I literally took a deep ass breath with my nose, bro, and nothing. And I was like, yeah, I got COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had to cancel all my shit, bro. Yeah, that's what happened to me, bro, is my, uh, it happened to Bell's first. My daughter, she came home. It was the weekend, and then around Saturday night, all of a sudden, she started acting funny. Had a fever. She slept most of the day. She was tired. And in the middle of this, my girl's like, oh, yeah, they, they sent a letter home. Somebody at her school had COVID. Dang. That sucks. <laughs> so then, you know, we're I'm just kind of waiting. I'm like, all right, we're probably going to catch something. So a couple days later, her fever breaks. She had a fever for like three days. Now she's got, like, congestion. She's coughing. She sounds like Cookie Monster because of the fucking shit in her throat. Right, right. She sounds like that for an entire week, and still nothing. I'm like, all right, maybe we dodged a bullet Friday night. So the next, like, five days later, all of a sudden, me and my girl, both of us get like this. It starts off as a cold, like allergies, noses running and shit. We're like, maybe it's allergies that we both happen to get at the exact same time. And then my girl got a fever. I didn't. I never had a fever. And uh, she was complaining about being weak and shit for a couple days. She got better. And then a couple days after that, I never had the fever, but I just felt like I got hit with the cold like a motherfucker. Just real bad cold. And then, like you said, that went away, but I felt like I had uh, congestion in my chest. I was coughing a lot just to cough the phlegm out. Like That's what people meant by cough. That's what I had a lot was a lot of... Like, that, that congestion and that phlegm lasted for a while, bro. I was, mm-hmm. like, coughing and spitting all that shit up for, like, a good two weeks after that. Yeah, I'm still, like, kind of... I'm at the tail end of that, I feel. Because I had to suck on cough drops for, like, three days religiously to, like, yeah, feel better. I feel that. But like you said, I had loss of taste, though. And I could tell from uh, sodas, bro. 
I was drinking pops, nigga. All I could taste was like the syrup. I could just feel the syrup. There was no sugar. It tastes like a diet soda. Not even, bro. It just tasted <laughs> like fucking like I was putting syrup in my tongue, but there was no taste to it. No shit. After that, pretty much. You know what's sad? I still ate Chipotle three days in a row. <laughs> I can't taste you, but I know what it tastes like. I know what it's supposed to taste like. <laughs> Damn. This dude. I know. That finally went away. Thank God. But fucking, that's how I knew. Because I've had allergies, bro. I've had colds. I know what sinus feels like. I've had that my whole life. Never one time have I not been able to taste fucking soda. Exactly. Exactly. That's 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 the same thing I said, bro. Like, I've been sick before. There's never, I've never have not been able to not smell anything. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's why I knew I had it. And I'm like, damn. And here I was saying this shit ain't real. I know. And fucking, uh, to make it funnier, bro, I'm vaccinated. No shit. Yeah. Well, Did you get it after? Yeah. After, right? After, yeah. I got, I got vaccinated in July. Like three months ago, four months ago, July? Yeah, like four months ago. You think the vac actually works? I don't know. My mom got it. She got both. But she only got it because she likes to travel, so she's always on the plane and shit. That's what we got it for because we had gone into town in July, so I wanted it before we had gone into town. And but, I mean. I don't even know. If, I don't know if she's going to even... She was saying that they don't even check for your vaccination code. I don't really know if that's true or not, or which if it depends on which airline or what. She, you do have to wear your mask and all that stuff at all times. But as far as a vaccination card or them asking for it, I don't, you know, I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, me, I got it for peace of mind, bro. Because for me, you know, I'm overweight, mm-hmm. like fucking a hundred pounds more than I'm supposed to be. Uh, I smoked for like 15 years of my life, hard as fuck. So I got weak lungs, and that's, you know, advertised what COVID really hurts you, supposedly, right? Right. So I was like, all right, it's better to be safe than sorry. Cover my P's and Q's. Now, you could argue you got it, but did I get it not as bad because I was vaccinated? Do you feel like that that was the case? I couldn't tell you. It's all hearsay, bro. That's what, like, a lot of motherfuckers aren't transparent about. Because I feel like people fall two ways. Either you're diehard, fuck yeah, this is work, of course. Or it probably did nothing for you. And me, bro, I can honestly say I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I just don't get it just because personally I don't do shots. I haven't had a shot since I was like 13 years old. I know, and you're fucking young and healthy, bro. Maybe you don't need it. And then I also have I have a client who's actually a science major in college right now. And he and he's an athlete. He plays for the University of St. Mary's. And he was telling me that... It to, he was rec- telling me that do not take it because of what it has in it, and his doctor told him that to, to not take it because of what it has in it as well, mm-hmm. and that we're hun- that we're healthy young men that we don't need to take that shot. That's what I figured. That I was like, I don't think certain people need it, <coughs> but I was like, I was kind of like how you were. I'm like, everyone's kind of bugging me to get it, and I'm like, I was I'm going to an event Wednesday, so I'm like, and they're gonna ask for it, so I was like, I might as well just fucking do it. They're going to ask you for your vaccination card? Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to see if they really do, like, legit, actually, like, into that. Or they're mm-hmm. just, like, they bullshit on the website and be like, you need to bring it. But they're, like, they don't really care. Yeah. I did see that some, like, uh, events, places down in Missouri, like the Uptown and, like, the Midland or some shit like that, were requiring proof of vaccination cards now for their events. But, like I said, I mean, that's a lot of people that they're going to have to be literally checking every single person. And that's a lot of people that's going to be coming through those doors. That's what I was like. I mean, they check your tickets before you go in, right? I mean, yeah, but that's just more work. They're going to be having to check your ticket and your vaccination. And more than likely, vaccination cards are easy as fuck to fake. It's all yeah, just, just a little trust, piece of paper yeah, with, the fake, with a random fucking scribble shit, on it. I got the plug if you need it. And then, Dead ass. My little brother got one. He showed me that shit. 
Nah, but like, so you were talking about that somebody you talked to subscribes to the theory that the vaccination might have some negative shit in it. Like that might be fucking DNA, people up. DNA altering shit. I think it's called like mRNA or something like that. So what are like the negative aspects of that? Well, or what did this person say? The negative things about that are. He was pretty much just saying that it's like, you know, it's just DNA altering shit that they're putting in your body, bro. That I think he's called it like the M- mRNA or something like that. I don't remember what he called it, but that specific strain is supposed to be so what DNA if, altering. What if my children like become psychic, bro, and yours aren't? Well, I don't know. Then I guess they're psychic in my name. It's true. Is that it? Do you feel psychic Little right bit. now? I can see three. <laughs> this dude. Nah, but like, okay, so that's one thing, the DNA changing, but there's a lot of people who think the government are trying to kill us with the fucking vaccinations. I don't really believe that. Right, because I feel like half the country has gotten it, right? I feel like they would have been dead already. Right, or maybe there's some long-term game. Check it All out. Right. If people who believe that, if I'm dead in a couple of years, a couple of months, you get to say, I told you so. But I always have this, like, uncomfortable thing because, like, I've had conversations with people before where they're talking about the vaccine. Like, man, they're putting that poison in people, blah, blah, blah. They're trying to kill you. And I'm like, oh, I got it, like, five months ago. Oh. Have you seen the thing that's called a – so I guess the chemical, there's something on there. Or I don't know what the hell it's called, but – so, you know, like, on the table of uh, – table of uh, the periodic table, uh, I guess the chemicals that – make up the shot spell out lucifer race or some shit like that I'll, i got sent this video bro some crazy ass shit oh the the old uh the classic uh you're going to hell videos nah it wasn't nothing like that <laughs> it was just like it just i guess it just was coincidentally that it spelled lucifer race but i guess it, just, it also showed some other shit about like them shining in the black light where they got the shot at and their veins are like glowing in the dark now i saw some other shit where they're, put, oh, where they're putting uh magnets to their veins and the magnets are sticking to their Bro, shit did you see the video where the lady goes to like a town hall meeting to tell like her mayor or some shit like you've made me magnetized where the shot was hit and she like puts a piece of metal up to her arm and it keeps falling off she's like wait wait watch no i haven't seen that i haven't seen that video i don't know man <clears throat> but i have seen the ones that where like i said their shit's glow in the dark but you know who really you knows <sighs> No, we don't allow black lights in this house. <laughs> this fool, bro. We might all get seizures. <laughs> it's gonna like strobe. It's like crazy how like this pandemic also kind of shows people like their true sides, honestly. Because it's like you see people are like super like like anti-vax and people that are super vax. Like I remember I had a coworker at work. She was like. But I told her I wasn't back. She was like, wait, you're not back. You need to step away from me. You can't be near me. You have to wear a mask. And I'm like, lady, what the fuck is your problem? I'm like, chill. Like, I am perfectly fine. I'm not sick. You're, if you're back, you're not going to get it if, you, if right. I'm not even sick. But if you, if I was to be sick, it's not even going to be that bad for you. Exactly. So you're like, back. Why are you like, like all up on me? That's so I was like, people like at work too, it, like, you know how I work retail. So I'm like, I'm customer service. At first, it was weird because it's like, at first, people were like, we were like, oh, you need to wear a mask. We, we, we didn't have to wear a mask. People were like, you need to wear a mask if you're going to talk to me. Now people were like, I don't even fucking want to wear this shit. Just throw it out. <laughs> and it's just like, how, how do people, like, the dynamic of people 
throughout this whole time has just like shifted. It's like so weird to me. I see. I see what you mean. Like human race is like. So like there. I see what you mean, bro. How I see. I know exactly what he means. I think people that like are assholes during this were always assholes, but now they just have like the opportunity to project their assholeness exactly. out to the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there are motherfuckers who are quiet who wouldn't say a fucking thing, but now all of a sudden they have this thing they can kind of, like, virtue signal on. Like, pretend that they give a fuck about something very, very small, but they blow it up into something bigger than what it is. I don't know. It's weird. It's definitely, like, a weird fucking time. Well, so saying, like, it's just weird seeing, like, how, like, how this kind of changed people. Because, like I said beginning of this everyone was like you can't come near me you can't touch me you have to clean your hands before you talk to me or some stupid shit like that hey to be fair i think that was most of us at the start did you not like hand sanitize religiously and shit for a little bit i did, I did bro i, I, was not like, really, bro. I, was I tried to but normal. yeah i tried to but then i was like nah i don't give a fuck and, oh, then, and then now people are like they don't even care and it's, it's my like, time it's my time and it's like the only thing i think i like can see like kind of good out of this was like well, even now they kind of bullshit, like, companies bullshit now. But, like, at first people were like, oh, we got to be, like, more clean and more sanitized. Like, that actually kind of got... Yeah. Because, like, actually it shows you, like, people didn't really fucking clean anything. But now people are just bullshitting, like, I wouldn't even clean shit no more. That was the only good, like, positive thing I saw, like, work-wise, that came out of it. Shit. Yeah. The, I got... Something positive for me was I saved hella money during that time, bro. Between oh, my girl and I, like gas money. that, and just money in general, because like he, like my dude Chris said, I was still doing house calls, so I was still getting paid. And there were some people that I was my flat rate fee was a hundred dollars for me to pull up. So, you know, I was getting, I was cutting like four to five people a day on on a Saturday. Yeah, because I'm coming to you, bro. I'm coming to your house. So, anyways, like I want to say, I might have like argued you, like, bro, you live right across the street. Yeah, but I mean, you know, <laughs> but you know, I wasn't gonna charge you that, bro. You all know, right, I wasn't right. gonna charge you that. So he's like, oh, all right, I'll do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Ninety-five. Eighty-five. Uh, what's it called? Uh, I don't even remember what I was talking about. Was saving money. So, yeah, like, between my girl and I, because she still had to work during the whole quarantine, her job never closed. Because they deal with like hospitals and stuff like that, so for that particular reason, they never closed. So between her and I, we were still we we were able to save up hella bread, bro. Like literally everything we made was put was put away because we didn't have nowhere to go. And if she went, you know, she did the grocery shopping like every Monday. That's another thing is like we developed we developed a lot of good habits, like going grocery shopping every week, saving hella money, cooking at home, and all that types of shit. And like now, I would say they they stick they stuck. I would say about like. We cook at home, I would say about like, I would say it's about 50-50, you know, that we still do, we still hold on to those good habits, cooking at home most of the time. Saving money, kind of, bro. We kind of been blowing a little bit of money, but that's because we got the wedding and shit coming. But other than that, that's, I feel like that shit kind of helped us out, for real. I think we all had a unique experience to this whole thing, because there's a big part of the country, bro, that like actually had to be locked in, whereas opposed we, I mean, you kind of experienced that, though you said you feel. Where you, when the shop closed, you having to do the house calls and stuff. But when you weren't doing those, you were stuck. I was just at the crib, man. Yeah, I yeah. Did shit with my son. <clears throat> like compared to like you, where you had, like you didn't have anyone, you'd be stuck at your house. Like compared to like, like me and you, where we had stuff to go to work no matter what. Yeah, we didn't never actually get like a work stoppage thing. We did get like hazard pay though. Right, I still remember. Bit. I still remember that you had to work during the whole quarantine, and you talking about hazard pay, but. 
I was just when I wasn't cutting because I only cut hair on the weekends when uh, my girl wasn't working. So Monday through Friday, I was at the house with my son, bro, and that shit sucked. Me <laughs> and my kids suck. Nah, not just being him. It's not just that. It's just what it does to you mentally. That shit's fucked up, bro. Just being stuck in the house all day, not socializing, not being able to go to work. I think that uh, hurts more like an extroverted person like yourself. That's why you cut hair and you're successful at it because you like being around people. You like talking with people. Whereas a person like me, I'm introverted, bro. I'm a hermit naturally. Man, I guess so. I don't know, bro. I mean, I would consider myself like in the middle of that, of extroverted and introverted because I want to just talk to just anybody, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I can't explain it. There's, times, I got That's there's times where where I just won't talk to anybody, bro, just because I'm shy or I don't want to sound stupid, so I just stay quiet, you know what I mean? Some dude comes in, he gets a haircut, you just touch his lips when he starts talking too much. <laughs> bro, I've had it. There's times where I'm just like, where I just don't say nothing to the client because I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. It's usually more with like the old people, just because I don't really know how to conversate with them. Okay, so, so let me ask you this: I always, I always wondered, do you barbers like it when they talk to you, or do you prefer to like kind of like keep it minimal? No, I, I like conversation, bro. Does it depend on your mood, for real? Kind of, but I mean, I always go, to, I always try to go to work in a good mood. But for the most part, I like conversation. I mean, that's I feel like that's why most of the people that I service come to me. Because I give them a good conversation and a good haircut. This is a perfect segment for the podcast. The questions I've always wanted to ask a barber <laughs> that I've never hard, asked bro. you. That'd be hard. <laughs> All right, check it out though. So, when you're doing a lineup, do you mind if I look at your eyes? <laughs> I mean, I don't care. Or should I like pick a spot? I do. I pick a spot I, on I, your I, face, I, bro. So and I. The way I see it is, I don't care because. So for the area that I cut in, a lot of those people have never been lined up. Uh. So <laughs> when I get to the front of their, so they have no, they don't know to not look away, to not look at my eyes. So they're just looking at me while I'm lining them up. You know what I mean? And, but, and in my head, I'm, you know, I, I can't tell them, yo, bro, look away. Cause I feel like that'd be rude. <laughs> you just sold their eyes. So I just line up, you know, it don't bother me, bro. But like, if it was you, then yeah, you know, you about to get roasted for that shit, bro. <laughs> I have to charge an emotional fee. Couple of the dudes, where you going for the lineup, and they just pucker their lips. Nah, I never had that happen. But, I mean, yeah, bro. I, it don't really bother me for real. Okay, the other thing. So you know when you put like the cape on a dude, and he's like sitting in the chair, right? Like I always keep my hands on my lap, folded in. But it'll be would it be weird if like arms dangled out of the chair? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one rule is that. And you need to clip this part out, bro, and make this like a, a scene right here. Is that the armrests at the barbershop are not for your arms. Keep your arms inside of the chair unless you want our nuts on your shit. <laughs> Cut that and put and post this on the internet, bro. Just fucking loop it, bro? Yeah. The armrests are not for your arms. Got you. Keep your hands in your pockets. So it's like a roller coaster. You got to keep your fucking hands inside away from the nuts. Exactly. Respectfully. Okay. I've been waiting to say that. <laughs> How often does that happen to you? Huh? How often does that happen to you? Literally, everybody puts their arms on the armrest. <laughs> and when I'm spinning them, their elbows just swiftly, you know, casually just swipe my nuts. It's like one shit, of those bro. fucking pinball games. Where <laughs> yeah, just like that. Just like that, bro. They just casually did my shit like that. Okay, I, just, I don't say nothing about it. I'm just like, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never thought about that. <laughs> If I say something about it, it'd be gay. <laughs> it'd be like, no, no, no. I, I never, like, 
it's kind of like a natural thing where you just kind of put your hands like in your pockets or something like right. that. Right, you see my hands in my pockets? Right? Yeah. I think I, you're right, because intentionally I go out of my way not to fucking touch you. So, like, I do kind of try to, like, make myself smaller, which is what I think you, like, subconsciously you don't even think about. It. It's like, hey, I'm about arm level with this dude's sack, so I need to. <laughs> right. Yeah. But see, not a lot of people think like that. They see armrest. Okay, bet. But I put my elbows. Some dudes just fucking. Stick my elbows right out on the waxing and getting a haircut. I'm like, but shit, I wish I could be like that. Straight up. Relaxed. Some guy stands like he's at the end of a soccer game. <laughs> For real, bro. Shit. Man, that's why I be boosting up my prices and shit, cause y'all be touching me during the service. <laughs> hmm. That's crazy. I never thought about that. You got any more questions for a barber? Those are like the top two that are just burning in the back of my mind. I'm glad you asked that one, bro, cause I I, I need to get that off my chest. <laughs> He's been holding that one in for a while. I've been wanting to say that. No, I mean, that, I only really had that one question because it's like, like that's still kind of like the, this is just a self-conscious thing where I'm like, I don't go on my way to do that and like that. I always thought the eye, like, contact was kind of weird, so I just pick a spot and just look there. And then the whole arm thing, and like I said, I just naturally go into, like, a, my pocket or something. The only thing I had was, like, the, the conversation thing because I'm like, there's times where I'm like, I just don't say shit because I'm like, I don't know if this dude wants to talk or I got nothing to talk about. Or, and if it's, like, if it's awkward or, you know. No, that's a good question, though, because I actually asked that one to Instagram because um, I have a lot of my clients that follow me on Instagram, so I've made a post. Do you like conversation or do you like quiet? And 66% voted that they like a conversation. Yeah. And so uh, I was like, cool, you know, the people that voted that they don't, I kind of just keep it to a minimum with them, you know. Hey, how you doing, you know, what you, yeah. want, what you want done today? I ask them how their weekend's going or how their day's going, and I just kind of... You can feel the energy. Out. Yeah. Like, if a motherfucker just keeps it going, then all right. But if they don't, then that's fine. Yeah, and it's not that they don't want to talk. It's just, that's you know, if they just want to relax. That's their time, you know what I mean? And I, I don't blame them, bro. That's what that's what I'm there for, to give you your time. Shit, okay. Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt relaxed when you're getting haircuts? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I've never felt that. I just feel like, I know what I'm going in for, and that's kind of it. You got to come to me, bro. You're going I'm to like, the wrong barber. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not, I don't go there. Like, I know what I'm going there, and, I, and, I, and like, obviously you feel good after a haircut. But I'm like sitting down, like wise. I'm like I don't, I don't think I've ever felt like relaxed. Where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna relax and get a haircut today. That's my, that's like the thing that I try to sell myself on is the experience. Would Would you say that, bro? I mean, you get you've been serviced. I mean, what would you say? Ah, like, dude, it's fucking glorious. Like I feel comfortable, like eyes closed, just like he's got me. I'm safe. Right. You know, but like, like, not even being sarcastic or not, funny, bro. Like it's cool. Like it's that's, I just that's what I want people to feel like safe. You know, not safe, but you know, relaxed. (laughs) 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 I mean, yeah, safe. Like for real, for like, you don't gotta worry. He, you don't gotta, cause you know, some motherfuckers when you're getting a new barber, you, you, your eyes are always darting, darting towards the mirror, trying to see like, all right, what's he doing? What, what's going on? Uh, or you're not comfortable. Like even the whole, their whole little shop, bro. I like the vibe. You're just real comfortable from the get go. But then again, I don't know if that's just because I know you so well. Right, right, right. No, I've had, I've had, I've had multiple people tell me that, bro, that they, that they like the vibe that we said, that they like how I cut their hair, they like the experience. But like I said, that's what I try to sell myself on is the, is the experience. You know what I mean? You know, like when I do the shades, I do the hot towel, I do the hot lather. I got the oils that smell to put on the towel, bro, that go on your face. Uh, like I said, I try to sell myself on it, on an experience, bro. I want people to come and relax and. Be like hell yeah i'm about to go get my haircut you know what i mean be excited for that hour that they're about to come spend with me 45 minutes to an hour shit this is about to be a plug for plug right now <laughs> hey man 
Say the address. <laughs> 5911 Dearborn Street, Mission, Kansas. Right with the barber. Yes, sir. Sign up. <laughs> he, okay. Okay. I know I remember a couple of days ago watching a, a live stream on, on Twitch. I remember that there was like this guy was talking about how his barber sells like his haircuts and packages. You ever heard of that shit? That's what he does, doesn't he? So, like, so he was saying something like, oh, I, if I buy three haircuts, I get, I get one for free. Oh, uh, no, no, no. That's something else. Uh-uh. I, 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 and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I've never heard of that shit before. But I mean, that's... I mean that's cool. That's I feel like that's a, that's a good idea in that sense. But he he probably has a lot of people constantly. You know what I mean? But I don't really sell packages like that. I sell more of like a haircut only or like a haircut and beard. Like the packages that I have is like a haircut and beard. I have a luxury package. Yeah, because I mean that's mostly what everybody has. But right. I was, I've never heard of that, and I was like, I wonder if that's like a thing that people actually consider. I I, I think too. I could see how that would come in handy if you got kids. That too. And if you're trying to get that money, because then you could charge, you know, three haircuts, just 120 for all three, and you get mm-hmm. that fourth one free or something. And then if you have that constantly, bro, then you'll be just getting paid constantly. Pretty much, man. Because yeah, I was like, I've never heard that before. I'm like, I wonder if that's like <clears throat> just kind of like a one-time thing or if you actually do that shit. Nah, I have seen people that do like uh, subscriptions. They have like subscriptions and shit like that, but that's more of like, uh, I wouldn't consider them barbershops. They're more like on the Great Clips side. Scale it, scale it like so that. Like, uh, you go once a month every year or something like that. Something like that, but they're getting that money though, because they, I mean, they're getting, they're charging like eighty dollars for the service, and you're getting a drink on your shit for free, and something like that, like a spa type shit. Something like that, bro. But their haircuts, they're garbage at those places, like one hundred percent. It's facts. Garbage. I've never, you know, I've never gone like to get a haircut from any of those places before, like your clips or anything like that. I always felt like they were kind of like generic haircuts they are i mean they're not even licensed barbers they're all cosmetologists oh really yeah oh shit so you literally tell them i want some off the side and some off the top and that's all they do pretty much they put the take the guard off side like they want they don't really know the concept and i'm not trying to bash on them but like they don't really teach them the concept of of like blending or fading and you know they're not gonna know how to do a skin fade or nothing like that so i I wouldn't recommend going to no Greek clips or nothing unless you want to get your shit fucked up. <laughs> you know, was like, I never went to one of those. I was always wondering, like, it's like generic ass, like, haircuts that you see. Like, you see on the wall where you're like, oh, I want that one. Yeah, pretty much. It's usually like a two on the sides or three on the sides or a one or, you know, just a little clipper over, clip over comb type of thing. That's my exact haircut I used to get from Great Clips for, like, 10 years. I didn't go to, like, actual barbers, bro. Till I was like twenty one or some shit. Cause that doesn't my fr- my folks took me. I've had I had people that had never been to a barber till they started coming to me. <laughs> they were just going to great clips and shit. Yeah, that yeah. just never wanted to. Never got haircut in their life. That or just never they used to just cut their own shit or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like Josh, he's one of them. <clears> he's never been to a barber bro until they started coming to get a haircut. Okay, let me ask this now that you brought it up. I do have a question. Do barbers go to other barbers? Yeah. I let the owner cut my hair, oh. and then I got a couple of barbers that I cut too. Mm-hmm. Cause like I always thought about either, like I've seen it where they either cut their own hair, and I was like, I wonder if every barber does that. Nah, I used to cut my own hair, but I just don't got the patience for that shit. Uh, but the owner of our shop, he cuts his own hair. I've cut it like two or three times, but other than that, yeah, I would say like we had a guy that used to work with us that don't work with us no more. He still comes to get his hair cut at the shop by the owner. I get my hair cut by the owner. 
the owner got various barbers that couldn't get his haircut by their haircut by them. Oh, and and then uh I got a few that are in barber school that get their haircut by me. I got a couple other barbers and shit. It's cool, I mean yeah. You know something else I was just thinking of when we were talking about like stuff that other people probably don't think of that I think of is um you know when you're getting your haircut, right? I'm in the chair. I don't like when you guys point the chairs to where me and the other guy getting his haircut are just staring right at each other. <laughs> it's such an uncomfortable feeling. I never thought of that, bro. Like, because imagine we're all just getting our hair cut, we're both having to look straight while you're cutting our hair, and then all of a sudden we both just lock eyes for like a second. <laughs> I had never thought of that, bro. And then all of a sudden it's like this competition, who's going to break first? Because you don't want to look soft, but then you don't want to look like a serial killer at the same time. Right, so right. you got to kind of just like, and then, like, in my head, I'm like, you can turn me now. <laughs> Any minute now. <laughs> well, that's kind of why, like, we put the, uh, my bad, I know I keep going back. That's kind of why, like, we put the, uh, we put the TVs on the sides. I don't know if you've noticed that, that they're on the sides now. Because we always have the clients facing either side like that. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of why we did it like that versus where they used to be. But they didn't fit there anymore. No, no. These aren't, like, huge concerns, obviously, bro. I'm just telling you, like, weird thoughts I have, like, while I'm in the chair. No, that's a good one. They do on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> like, are we just supposed to get up at any second, bro, and just start duking it out? <laughs> uh, Western stare down? Or, like, every now and then I'll be like, ooh, I like that cut, or something like that, bro. But most of the time it's always awkward. Nah, that shouldn't <clears> happen now, though, because I, I, I don't sit next to nobody anymore, so... Yeah. You ain't gonna be looking at a lot. <laughs> you ain't looking at nowhere about me. Yeah. Watch in the middle of the cut, bro. You're gonna turn me like a little bit towards somewhere. You're gonna go, oh my bad. I'm gonna turn you towards the. I'm gonna turn you towards the owner now, towards his chair, and have you facing him the whole time now. He's mm-hmm. <laughs> facing the wall now. And just whenever you do it, I'm gonna let my arms hang out the sides. All this is like mental notes to keep in mind. In it. There's another thing is like when people like when the clients have their legs dangling from the chair, bro. I don't like that shit either. I need your feet on that platform at all times, bro. Mm. <laughs> like they're yeah, riding a fucking horse, bro. Yeah, exactly. I think I've done that a couple of times. Okay, what other things do you, do you guys not like? Because yeah, I want to keep this stuff in mind now. Like, or know this shit. Well, it didn't really, there's really not a lot of stuff that we don't like, bro. I mean, I've never, I've never dealt with a lot of stuff that I don't like. Um, I would say the most is like, I don't even know, bro. There's some dudes that come in that just talk a lot, and you kind of their haircut kind of takes a little longer because they're talking a lot. Uh, but for the most part, that's it. I don't really deal with like nothing else. I'm sure there's nothing like serious. Like it'd kind of be like mine, like just random observations. So there's I'm trying to think of like who I don't like to cut. Well, I can't think of nobody at the top of my head. It's all right. I don't think There's, this is the place to start airing out. <laughs> no, nah, well, it's not like I'm, like I'm going to say their name or nothing like that. It's not like I'm going to start saying their names and shit, but... I mean, there's a few... You know, I kind of pick and choose. You know, I got a couple of clients who kind of bullshit a lot and don't show up at their appointments sometimes. Um, I got a couple of clients who... They always kind of got to be right. You know what I mean? And they, they got that know-it-all syndrome. Mm-hmm. I don't like that shit. And... For the most part, that's about it, bro. I don't have, like, no clients that stink or nothing like that. I did deal with the client the other day who his breath was kind of kicking, like, like kind of bad. Like, if you just drank coffee and, like, smoked a cigarette, <laughs> I was like, time. nah, this ain't it. Living his best life. 
and he just kept talking. I was like, and he kept saying everything. I don't know if you've ever seen the, the uh, if you've seen the Dave Chappelle, the new one that just came out. Uh, with the H's? Yeah, where I was like, How are you? Everything this motherfucker was saying was with H's, bro. Heavy H's. And I was like, God damn, this nigga, it burned my nose, bro. That's how bad this shit stunk. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I hope my breaths don't smell like that. Because, you know, I, there's times where I'll step outside and hit a bowl and shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, now I'm just like, I hope, I wonder how many times my breath has been stinking when I'm talking to people. So you look at my drawer, bro, I got like, Packs of mints and gum in that motherfucker, bro. Straight up. Well, I mean, when your job has you being like right in motherfuckers' faces, that makes sense. And see, that's another thing that I don't like kind of doing is like, I don't, I feel awkward offering somebody, like, I know that's the right thing to do. Hey, I got a piece of gum, you want a piece of gum? But I don't want them to be, I don't want them to be like, damn, does my breath stink or something like that? Because uh-huh. I'm offering them a piece of gum. Yeah. Lucky, sometimes it be like that, bro. That's why you got to do it slick. You pop one in your mouth first and you go, fucking gum? <laughs> I should, man. Every single time you cut someone's hair. Yeah, no. Nah, but also, so all right, we got through COVID, we got through the barber stuff. Halloween. So, at what age do you guys think it was like weird to dress up? Mm, for you personally, not to say like for society in general or what you think, but at what age were you like, all right, I think I'm good this year? Bro, I haven't celebrated Halloween ever. Shit, bro. I kind of went up into the age of like 14 or 15, I want to say. But I didn't like go all out. I kind of would like just use whatever I had. Like one year I was a, like a 90s cholo. I had a flannel shirt which just bunched up right here. It's shit that I had in my closet. You know what I mean? So you're just like a little homie doll. Yeah. I had dickies on and just like that. And that was it. One Another year I just painted like half of my face. Uh, just shit like that. But I still went trick-or-treating. I still asked for candy. That's because you look young, man. Man, I had a full mustache. <laughs> Listen, bro, just because you have... this part of my... Of my they probably thought head. that was your costume, nigga, because the beard didn't fit, all right? I had this part of my face right here and my mustache uh, already at that time. But, you no. said you never celebrated. No. Religious thing? Religious thing. Family just never got, like, never let us do it. I know my brother got to it when it was a little, but then, like, as far as when I was born... Never got to. Damn, that's fucked up. That's why I was like, when I was, I was like fucking like talking to you guys about going to church, like, like shit. Cause I was like, I always wanted, I always thought that was pretty cool and pretty funny. So then I was like, shit, first time celebrating Halloween, I, I want to do that shit. So it's like, I'm like, I haven't done it, but I, like, that's why I'm like, I'm, a, I'm not opposed to like dressing up because I'm like, I'm never going to experience it. So well, it'll right. be my first experience basically with it. Mm-hmm. I, uh, we always got to dress up, but we never trick or treated. Really? Yeah, because we all we grew up down in uh, Quindaro, and my parents just weren't comfortable with the neighborhood to let us like fucking go door to door down there. You know? Right? Did people go asking around candy around the area? Like, not- I can't even remember if anybody else did because they would like take us to the mall or some shit. You know, we do like trunk or treats. So that was what we did. So I never experienced the whole door to door shit. I guess that was something depends on the area because I mean, I look, since I live on Central, I don't really ever trick or treat in that area because it's like. Not that it's a bad area, but it's not a good area either. Nobody wants to, like, high-five crackheads and shit in your skeleton costume. Exactly. <clears throat> nah, nope. In the whole, like, I've lived in this house since, like, 2018. And the whole time that I've lived there, bro, I have never seen kids come up. They've never came to my house and asked for candy. Okay, so it wasn't just us then. So the yeah. whole fucking, this whole community is just aware, like, we don't do door-to-door right. shit. But then again, yeah. where I live at, there's no sidewalk, so there's no one <laughs> for these kids to walk, bro. 
I know, but you live right next to a school, so you know there's hella kids in the exactly. neighborhood. Exactly, and I would have figured that they would have came, but like last night, for example, I was watching my camera, bro. There was no kids coming up and down the block, nothing. Because we all leave the neighborhood to go trick or treating, man. Yeah, that's almost like I'm pretty sure, like everyone just kind of like knows not to trick or treat in this area because it's not a very good of an area, and then so so probably just like go to like to Johnson County, Johnson County, or like some you know, other like west, west yeah, more out more west. Nah, but fucking. So I always wondered kids that grew up without Halloween, because I had cousins that also had that, and uh, so like, was there other shit that like your folks folks weren't cool with you doing, like scary games, or or was it just like holidays were around pagan shit? Uh, anything that involved like to them with like demonic shit or like that. It's a very broad like definition. Like. Scary movies, scary games, anything that had to do with Halloween, anything that had to do with skeletons, anything that had to do like, just, it's very broad, but it's like, kind of get an idea of what I'm trying to say you can get at. But Christmas was cool. Exactly. Christmas is a pagan holiday like a motherfucker. You explain that to everybody else. Do you know why it's a pagan holiday? Nah, but I've heard that. I had somebody tell me that before, that it's a pagan holiday. And that, uh, I, I've been told, but I don't remember what it was. That motherfuckers used to be on some crazy shit that day. Dudes would be like sleeping with dudes and big old orgies and shit. I'm about to pull this completely out of my ass because I've heard something about it and I've read something about it, but it's like I'm probably going to pick and choose details. Uh-huh. So it was something like it originates from like a Russian culture thing. <clears throat> and uh, supposedly the different like ornaments on the tree <laughs> represent like the red ball represents like a human heart the blue ball represents like snow the cold and just like the individual things that are decorated on a traditional tree your ornaments those are like body parts mm-hmm. but low key we turn that into like oh no they're just these little shiny plastic balls the stocking thing you hang stockings on your fucking chimney that's I think that's another Russian thing it was this like uh what do they call it? It's not an imaginary creature. Folklore? Mm-hmm. The folklore is that there is this thing called the Krampus. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, if the kids that. didn't hang, like, socks on the chimney uh, for the Krampus to come and see, he'd take your entire fucking foot. So that's why they believe they had to put the sock up. And instead of taking your foot, you know, it'd leave you a gift for putting the sock up. Right, right, right. So that's why your kids put stockings up. But that's what, like, we in the Western culture, like, turn that into. So, we, that's what I'm saying. We turn shit, like, most, like, anything that involves money grabbing. You know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we capitalize on that shit. We capitalize on everything. Profits, bitch. Straight profit. up. We've been, we, we buy. But, no, fucking, I dressed up as Chucky. I never got to see you in the full suit. When I got here last night, you were already, like, you don't need anyone to fucking talk to me. I was unconscious. <laughs> when was it? Last night. I, I they told me or my cousin told me to come over like because they didn't do the holy party like hey we can kick it after like I've got off work. I showed up and everyone was like we just woke up and I'm like all right I'm go home. This dude didn't even get out of the bed to say, say nothing to me. Damn. He expected me to show up at twelve. At twelve. Look, bro, you're here. It's all that matters. The details don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> But so you no. were Chucky last <clears throat> Yeah, dude. I had the whole fucking overalls, the sweater, and a little kitchen knife. Real kitchen knife? Nah, it was plastic. Oh. 
fuck gotta walk around with a real kitchen knife, bro? I felt weird holding a fake knife. My cousin told me that there was some, some kid walking around with a full-ass chainsaw. Yeah. And you wouldn't want to take a little plastic knife? It was a chainsaw without any chains on it. Oh, she told me that it was a chainsaw. Oh, you didn't hear me talk about that, did you? No. Bro, these motherfuckers. So this dude had a, a wagon with a fucking tractor pulling it. And there was people sitting on the fucking, uh, the trailer part. And they had these young kids, they're probably family members or some shit, just standing around the tractor and the trailer, just kind of like tailing it. Mm-hmm. And they weren't trick-or-treating, bro. They were there specifically just to fuck with little kids. Mm-hmm. One of them was like a girl, she looked like the girl from The Ring, but her wig was like white. So hair was in her face, and she'd just be walking around and go right up to you and just right in your <laughs> face and shit. <laughs> One of the dudes was a guy with a werewolf mask and a flannel shirt with the fucking chainsaw. And you could hear that motherfucker revving from like three blocks away. It was so loud. So when he finally got near you, bro, scared the shit out of some little kids, bro. I thought it was hilarious. Loki, you were scared too. I loved it, bro. (laughs) I wanted to take pictures with them because, I mean, I doubt they would have said no. Like, they're doing it to be seen, right? Right, right, right. Did you? No, I wanted to, but it didn't seem like a good time. And then at the very end of the night, when we got done, there was this uh, this Mexican dude, this cholo, bro. He had his, like, hood pulled up, strings tied tight, and he had, like, uh, some face tattoos. And the reason I say cholo is because he had that fucking L.A. cholo accent hard as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I just hear him call out, hey, are you Chucky fool? <laughs> then I look over, and there's me, bro, in my fucking uh, overalls with my, like, yellow, red, and blue fucking bright-ass shirt. Yeah? I was like, what the fuck is this about to happen? So this nigga walks up to me, and he goes, he has his ar- arm sticking up while he's in a fist bump, and he's like, hey, it's dope as fuck, fool, you know, not a lot of people, you know, fist bump, and then he walked off. <laughs> and then I was thinking for a minute, I was like, the fuck does that mean? <laughs> not a lot of people can pull it off. Or like, I guess, I don't know, like, not a lot of older people <laughs> fucking dress up and shit, I think is probably what he meant. Or not a lot of Mexican girl men do it, I guess. I don't know. I didn't take it as a negative thing. Like, the the vibe felt positive. But was he dressed up or was he, was he a real gangster? Yeah. Nah, he had just fucking... Motherfuckers had his hood up, bro. He was walking around in a sweatsuit. A sweatsuit? Yeah. So, he, so he, what? <laughs> now, he sounded cholo as shit. And like I said, face tat, so... Yeah, you know, I think about it. I don't... Like, growing up, I saw a lot of, like, cholo shit, but I haven't, recently, I haven't seen cholo. I only see, like, you'll see, like, tags every once in a while, but, like, I don't really see any cholo that I anymore. They're out there. Like, did that, like, vanish? Not vanish completely, but, like, not as, like, how it used to be, or is that, like, still a thing? Just, I just don't see it, it's because I don't pay attention anymore. It's a good question. I go to Raul. I don't know. I, I think it's... You think it was a fad that went away, or is it still out there? I think it's still out there. But like, obviously it's still out there, because I, I still see, like, some, like, in my ears, some, some people still tag and everything. Right. But it's, like, it's not, like, how I used to see it more. I used to see it more constantly. <clears throat> yeah, I don't be seeing no dudes out here, like, dickied out, no white tees, and out yeah. here set tripping or nothing, you know what I mean? Like, you're the last nigga wearing wife beaters still. That's what Pretty I much. do. Because, I'm like, that's why I was, like, I wonder, was, like, really, like, an awkward hole, or was he, like, just, like, dressed up as one? Uh, he wasn't. I don't think it was like an impression. Like this dude had the accent down on point. It was a beautiful thing. Yeah, I don't know, bro. I don't know anybody that still bangs. I know dudes that bang. They used to bang. That 
But they don't bang no more. I mean, we're almost 30, bro. We should. You're like, speak for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, for real, bro. I'm trying to, like, I know dudes that were really about that shit that they do not. I mean, they'll still come through, but they're not out here, like, throwing that shit up and representing it. Mm -hmm. You know, they're just out here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was, I was like, back then, like, at least, like, my freshman year and all that stuff, it was like, it was like common for people to do that, but now it's like, I don't see anybody doing that shit anymore. But I'm like, I still see people tag, but I just don't ever see them ever. I mean, obviously, they do it at night, but I'm saying, like, during daylight. Where y'all at? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I was just driving through Central over here, bro, one day, and I saw, like, all these TVS 13 seconds. I'm like, bro, I didn't know them niggas still existed. Yeah. I thought that shit was done. I never understood the whole tagging thing, bro. I never said it either, like, in perspective, I'm like, oh, you're marking your character, but I'm like, property owner, I'm like, dude, really, what the fuck? <laughs> See, for real, bro. Shout out to the dudes who do it in, like, the restroom stalls where they're taking a shit. Because those are the ones that really are like, They'd be going come to work on, on them walls, bro. Then they, like, cross them out, and they'll put the other one. <laughs> I'm like, bro, <laughs> I just want to put next to it, like, I'm just shitting. <laughs> for real, man. My favorite story with that kind of stuff was uh, one time I went to El Torito. And this is when I was, like, 18-ish or some shit. So, you know, I'm still just wearing beaters all the time. Baggy clothes are still a thing. Mm-hmm. I had uh, this blue fucking flannel creased in a motherfucker. And I had this black cap. I had gone to uh, Lids, and they had put Loco on the top of the motherfucker. And I used to wear it, like, backwards. And I was at El Torito buying some carnitas. My two pounds, I think. Some tortillas. And you know what I'm saying? I'm in line. I'm paying. Uh, the the, ch- the cashier is this Mexican chick, the young girl. And uh, as she's scanning my fucking shit, boop, boop. What you claim, fool? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like fucking my wallet. Like, what? Where you from? Uh, down the street. <laughs> I know you're a gangster, though, ain't you, fool? Serious than a motherfucker, bro. I was like, nah, I'm just chilling. And then she goes, oh, credit or debit, though. <laughs> the girl asked you? Yeah, bro. Hella random. What the fuck? I think that was her shooting her shot, to be honest with you. Probably. For real. I just didn't pick up on it at that time. I was just so caught off guard by the question. Like older or like about the same age or same, same age or might, maybe younger, bro. So she was probably, if I was like 18, she might have been like 18 or 16 or something. More than likely. Like, I don't know. I just always think about that. <laughs> I was not expecting that for to be the girl to ask. <laughs> I thought it was uh, a dude. Was like, somewhere else. Like, you're about to run into, like, a full-on gangster or something. Nah, dude. It's just a female. That's why I remember it. I never had, like, dudes approach me just because I think I'm, like, a bigger dude. So, for the most part, I don't, like, mug motherfuckers and stuff. So, I just get left alone. That's fair. You never had stuff like that because you grew up on Central. I'm pretty sure, like, well, I would have to walk it from, like, home, so I was, like, because I would go through, I would go to Central, and then, like, so from there, someone started walking home, there'd be times where, like, they'll, like, come up, but they won't, like, they won't, like, threaten me or beat me up or some shit, like, they'll just say something, and, just, like, I'll just ignore them and just walk away. 
kind of like you just don't give them the attention that they're looking for, and then they'll leave you alone. Mm. You wear the blue shirt like under the red jacket, <laughs> just just in case. Like Clark Kent on them niggas real quick, bro. Go behind a tree. Always want to listen. No, it's kind of like I said. I like they'll come up, they'll say something, or they'll pass by like in a car or something. And they'll try to get your attention, but if you just kind of ignore them, leave you alone. At least that's the experience I had. Mm. You ever had your cars fucked with? Shit, I had a car stolen, bro. Ah, <laughs> oh, you win. <laughs> <laughs> I had a car stolen. Uh, I don't think that, at least that I know of, uh, I didn't have a car fucked with, just that one that got stolen. Mm. And that wasn't even like, I don't know. I don't know, it was just stolen. It, was gone. it wasn't like on purpose or nothing. I remember one time. Wait, wait, wait. Is it on purpose? <laughs> I said it wasn't on purpose. Oh, okay. So he said he didn't get it done on purpose, <laughs> clearly. Clearly. Clean says otherwise. <laughs> yeah. I remember when we lived on Central, bro. Say that for legal purposes, it wasn't on purpose. <laughs> I did not leave the keys in the ignition and let it get flipped over down the street. Right. But now, fucking, uh, one time we were all kicking in the backyard at my parents' house when we lived on Central. And uh, we heard this, like, car peel out. There was, like, five of us on the back porch. And this car peels out, and we're like, man, a bunch of assholes. So we go walk back inside. And uh, through one of the windows, somebody goes, hey, did you leave the lights on in your car? So we're like, no, I didn't. I walk out of that bitch. My door's cracked open. And my entire dashboard's, like, off of the fucking hood. So they, like, tried to steal my radio, but they didn't know how to. So they just tore the entire fucking dashboard out of the damn, damn car. I did. I was not even mention that. We did have a car that was broken into, and the same thing happened. They took the radio, like... It just remained your, like, hit a flashback of, like, people used to do that shit. Now people just don't do that no more, really. They just take the whole car. Yeah. Because <laughs> I like, think about it. Like, if you bring it to a car, like, why would you just take the radio? Why would you just take the whole car? Would you know how to take a whole car? No. Obviously. How would the average Joe know how to take a whole car? You know how to get in the car. You better know how to take them. You know how to get in the car, bro. You can take a nap in the car. I ain't doing shit with the car. <laughs> no, it's like I'm like shit. I'm not thinking about. I haven't heard anymore. Like, oh, someone broke to stole my radio. Like, that's not a thing anymore, really. Because now everyone has like screens and everything. That's true, actually. Because uh, you opened that and I was like, oh shit, back then that. But now it's like I haven't heard of that in long as time. They said that that stereo that would come off and you take it inside with you. You know what I'm saying? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody I know has one of those motherfuckers. <laughs> that shit was dope. Like, it's weird how to do. You guys seen any good fucking movies lately? Mm, no. Nah. I've, I went to go watch that new Venom, but... Cause I, I took my son to go watch it. I haven't seen it yet. That's song with Carnage, right? Mm-hmm. Was he in it a lot? Yeah. Yeah. It was like about him pretty much. Mm. Do you remember like the old Carnage or is that like nah, your first time seeing him? I've never even seen the first Venom. Uh, you never saw the first Venom? One of nah. those fucking guys. Fuck you. I heard it was like, <laughs> it was supposed to be really good, but it wasn't as good as people thought it was Is that true? I've never seen it. I mean, it was hype. I've seen Venom, so I've heard the second one. I mean, I would assume the second one would be good. I don't know if it's supposed to be better. It's cool. No, I was talking about the first one. First one was okay. It wasn't like an Avengers movie or nothing. I feel like there's just kind of a lot of talking in the movie. There's not really a lot of action. Was it rated R or was they wanted it to be rated R? 
I doubt it was rated R. I what do you think? It was PG-13 because I took my son to watch it. Cause he's like, only five. Remember the whole like when Deadpool came out, everyone's like, "Oh, should we gotta make rated yeah. R movies now?" That's definitely not for kids, bro. <laughs> and then like, because then they come out like a green one, like Logan or some shit like that, on rated R. That one deserved the rated R. They showed titties for like no reason in that one. They <laughs> <laughs> said titties for no reason. I tried to get my daughter into a rated R movie like two years ago, bro, and it was the most pathetic and dramatic thing of all time. So I tried to take her to go see Harley Quinn, The Birds of Prey. Uh-huh. I think my daughter was about six, maybe five. It's a rated R movie. Apparently, you have, you have to be ten years old to get into a rated R movie, even with an adult. I didn't fucking know that. No shit. So there's this dude, this wheelchair, this chubby white dude. Behind the glass, it's like winter. So me, Bells, my girl, we're all there. And I'm like, yeah, I need uh, three tickets for Birds of Prey. And the dude's like, the hell is a child? I'm like, oh, she's 10. She, she was five. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. Three tickets. Then he's like, one second. Rolls his chair back. Fucking goes to talk to his manager probably. And he comes back. Sir, in good faith, I cannot sell a ticket to that child. And then I remember I was like, well, what the fuck are we here for then? And I just dipped out. So you just have to do that, man. Yeah, but this was actually like a 10 minute thing. No shit. Yeah, it was a real fucking pain in the ass. I would too. I know, because I didn't know that wasn't a rule, but I remember going to see rated R movies, fucking young as shit. Hell yeah. Nah, I saw the uh, that new Halloween movie. How was it? He kills the entire fire department. I heard, have you seen that they're trying to call him homophobic? Because I, I guess he that. killed a gay couple in the movie. Yeah. I said, if anything, he's being equal because he killed them motherfuckers, bro. Right. Bro. I liked it. A lot of people don't like it. I thought it was fire. The, the, I saw people making fun of it. <clears throat> they showed that one scene where the chick tries to kill him and like it hits the door and like shoots her herself. And everyone was like saying like this. This is what's in the movie. Like this shit's garbage. I thought this shit was funny. You guys ever seen Kill Bill? Yes. You ever seen Kill Bill? Nah. No. You missed out. <clears throat> well, basically, there's these like big epic action scenes where one chick with a sword kills like 30 asian dudes like a handful of times mm-hmm. That's the first one, right? yeah, that's the one. michael myers does that multiple times like you know in most of the halloween movies he's always like chasing like some young girl or some unsuspecting young couple and it's always believable right in this movie they set it up where he's fighting like 20 dudes at one time and he just has his like kitchen knife and he's like and they're all like taking turns trying to steal on him and he's just fucking like I don't know any other so way to describe it, bro. Them? So he's like legit fighting them. He's legit, just like catch, stab, bam, uh, steal this bottle, bam, steal this bolt. Yeah, like they're mobbing him in a circle, bro. There's like thirty different people, and he's just fucking. You telling me thirty people in this dude's still came Like a ninja, bro. Yeah, he on some G shit. Pull Pretty much. That's what like, cause you always think in those movies, like, yeah, but he's just fucking up young kids. Like he wouldn't get me. In the fireman scene, bro, at the very beginning. It's like 10 fucking firemen and they all got axes. Like there's a moment where they're all like holding their axes looking at him while he's like coming towards them. And it's like they're clearly going to fuck him up, bro. Because firemen are big as shit. Right. No. no chance. No chance, son. One of them even has one of those fucking table saws that they use to like cut wood. Right, like right, the right. electric fucking giant ones. Mm-hmm. Snatches it from that nigga. Just fucking. Because his ass up. It was tight. I haven't seen it. I didn't like the last one that they came out with, but the one that Rob Zombie made before that, I fuck with that one. 
That was cool. The one that they made after that, I didn't really like it. And I haven't seen this one. Mm. No, Halloween's never been like my favorite thing. That's my favorite, one of my favorite series. I like that one. I like the one that they got with Buster Rhymes. I've seen them. Oh, you're deep in it then. You see the one that didn't have Michael Myers in it? The Daryl was in it? Yeah. Called Season of the Witch. Nah, I haven't seen that one. Probably didn't miss it. Hmm? You didn't miss much. Everyone's like, we were turning that one doesn't exist. Yeah, I was going to say. It was because the director thought he was going to do anthology style, which meant Halloween wouldn't have, wasn't going to be about Michael Myers. It was just going to be different stories revolving around Halloween. Right, right, right. So they did it one time and they were like, this ain't it. Yeah, Brought him back for the fourth one. I see, I see. Yeah, because I remember seeing, like, looking up, like, there's a post on it about how, like, all the movies, like, correlate to each other. Because it's, like, so many, like, reboots or whatever and they're like they're saying that, that that one was supposed to be like I said the, the actor was or that the director wanted to like make a world where Michael Myers didn't exist or something like that and it's like it was like the movie that did like the worst out of all of them it's like they all correlate to each other except that one yeah <laughs> it was random as fuck cause all that one's about is uh, there's an evil corporation and they wanna like sell Halloween masks and but the Halloween masks have a chemical inside of them that when this TV commercial comes on, all these kids are going to sit down and watch it because they think there's going to be some grand announcement about this Halloween company. And whenever the commercial comes on, it does a subliminal message that triggers the masks to fucking make the kids' heads rot. What the fuck? So how does it, how does it end? Like, all the kids' heads rot. Damn. Like the dude's trying to stop them because... This company's so high-tech, they got, like, androids, but, like, 80s androids, so it's, like, just some dude with, like, a plastic mask and, like, mechanical-looking shit under it. Right. So he gets to the company, he kills the guy who's behind it, but, of course, he doesn't, he can't stop the commercial, so he's watching the commercial, like, oh, God, no. And then it's just showing, like, random kids around the world, like, sitting in front of the TV and, like, maggots are coming out of the fucking bottom of the mask and shit, and that's how it ends. Damn. And there's a jingle, bro. The jingle's fire. <laughs> Is there, like, any Mega like, Myers references at all in the movie? There might be, like, one that I'm not thinking of off the top of my head. Because I've only seen it, like, twice. Because I'm trying to see, like, if it did anything with, like, Myers in that movie at all. There probably is, like, one shout-out to him, but I can't think of it. Like, maybe, like, they, a newspaper clipping about something he did. Like a, a Michael Myers killing or something? Like an Easter egg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, no. Yeah, I like those. Probably, like I said, the least favorite. Like, if we're talking, like, Jason, Jason's my dude, bro. I don't Well, you know I don't fuck with horror movies like that, so. That I don't really. Michael Myers is it. I've never really, like, I've seen the Jason vs. Freddy. I've never seen no other movies from him. I've never seen any of the Friday night, Friday the 13th movies. Uh, I've never seen none of the Lucky, what's it, the Leprechaun? I was about to say the Lucky Charms. <laughs> uh, yeah. You ever seen Leprechaun. where he went to the hood, bro? I've seen, well, I've seen that one. But just like parts of it, you know, I couldn't tell you how it starts or how it ends. Mm-hmm. Um, Hellraiser. Never seen Hellraiser. I've the, seen 13 Ghosts. Which ones? I've seen Saw. But those aren't like classics. I'm talking like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I've seen the Texas Chainsaw like, Massacre. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ghost Ship. I think that's what it's called. Ghost Ship. I've seen that. Ghost Ship. 13 Ghosts. Uh, so you saw like the 2000s ones. Something like that, yeah. But they're not even that scary, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're just kind of thrillers. Those are like when CG was first becoming a thing, so those movies are trying to figure out how to integrate it, and they couldn't do it too well. So if you watch them now, you're like, oh, that looks corny as fuck. Right, right, right. 
Well, a good movie. You know, have you ever seen The Cell with Jennifer Lopez? Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. But that's not really like a horror. That's kind of more like a thriller. That's artsy. Yeah, more like a thriller. Just a fucked up thriller. Mm-hmm. There's some fucked up shit in it, though. Yeah, because they're like... It has to do with like a serial killer and, and they're like going in his mind and seeing how that shit works and shit. They're trying to see if they could like fix whatever happened in his dome. Something like that. My girl, it's not something that she could watch because it's kind of fucked up. But I can watch that shit. She's not tough yeah. like us. Well, no, nah, I mean, that's the whole point. That was another thing. Like, if I, t- like I said, if I saw a movie, I'm going to talk about the fucking movie. That's how I feel like is the proper way to handle this. As opposed to like make us all talk about one specific movie for two hours, hour and a half. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just felt like the move. Not for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was just like, that was like making him watch scary movies. Like seeing his reactions. Shit, I did one. What was it? That green. The Green Inferno, bro? Green Inferno, yeah. Fire. You ain't seen that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I was so excited, bro. We went to Denver and we saw like the oven they used to like cook meat, and I was like, in the movie they cook people with that. <laughs> yeah, it was like a little fucking. Is that in that place that you were telling me about that little like scary museum thing that you went to? Nah, this was like in the fucking mountains. Like there was an actual like carved out Indian like rock formation type thing. Like the first time. No, this dude went with me the second time we went to Denver. He's the guy I took into the caves with me that had, like, uh, claustrophobia. Yeah. Is that where you said where they give you the flashlight or something like that? They gave us a bucket. A bucket, yeah, with the lantern in it. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, that's when I realized that I'm like, oh, shit, my claustrophobia is actually real. He whispered it to me, bro, because they, they start, at the start of the tour, we're outside, the beautiful sunlight, we're at the base of this, like, mountain... Well, we're in the middle of the mountain, but we're at the base of where you walk up. Right. And this lady's like, all right, guys, I'm telling you, if you're not physically capable, get the fuck out of here. Some, an old dude was like, I can't do it. Five people went. Bam. All right. It's going to be cold. It's going to be dark. It's going to be creepy. So if you can't handle it, back the fuck out. She did this for like five minutes, trying to talk people out of it. I remember I was even like a little bit like, ah, fuck. <laughs> but whatever. So then we start, we walk up this hill. It's these like stone steps. How long do you think we walked up? It was only like five minutes. Not even five minutes, like two minutes to get into there. But I was still winded by the time we got up there. So I'm already like, ah, oh, shit, should have turned around. Then we walk through some like metal door. Yeah. And then from there, it's like a pit, it's a walkway, it's a path. Mm-hmm. there's lights I'm like oh this, this ain't shit wooden path whatever we get on like some wooden steps take our picture alright go off to the side off to the side now we're waiting everybody else is taking their picture so we're inside the mountain and it's at this moment Alex looks at me and goes dude I'm kind of claustrophobic <laughs> I started seeing like <laughs> I started seeing like how the entrance like starts to start getting more narrow and narrow and I was like oh shit cause like I said at this point it's a walkway and this, we went through, already went through, like, a big fucking gate. Now there's a second gate at the end of this walkway we're on that's, like, iron bars like you'd see in a horror movie that keep the evil spirits out. And that's what the tour guide told us. That's what that's for. It's to keep the spirits inside the cave. The it looks like a metal fucking garden gate made of iron. Mm-hmm. Bitch opens it. 
pitch black, sir. There ain't no lights. So just to get in this little fucking cave, you crouch down with your knees to your fucking chest practically. Pitch black. We got a little bucket, a little lantern with a candle. <laughs> you do that for I shit you not, bro. I always say a football field. Was it a football field? God, dude. Yeah. You're doing that. My dip thighs was burning after that shit, bro. Yeah, the first workout in like forever. Pretty much, dog. <laughs> I was more concerned about like fucking. Uh, I was just wearing jeans, bro. Oh, I was like, lineup. <laughs> my cheeks are gonna be out this whole time. <laughs> oh, and shit. fucking like, we didn't have like literally, bro. The cave was rubbing your back if you're taller. Yeah. Like the top of your neck as you're hunched over. No shit. So you do that. And it's maybe like half of a football field, but still, that's a long way to be like walking through Fuck uneven man. fucking floor and rock, bro. It's a real cave. And uh, we get to an opening. Finally, we get up. I'm fucking. <sighs> Thighs burning and shit. Yeah. And I'm looking around for this fucking dude. I'm like, oh, he's obviously collapsed and convulsed somewhere <laughs> in the corner, bro. It's oh, pitch fuck. black. This is cave darkness, nigga. We're deep in this motherfucker. And I thought it was going to be like a haunted house, like motherfuckers going to be dressed up, intentionally trying to scare you. They're going to have speakers rigged up. But all it was was this lady just literally just telling ghost stories. She had a couple of good ones, though, where she would be like, yeah, some girl came up here to die. And they say that she like hid in that little hole until they found her body. So I looked down at the floor behind my legs. There's the hole right behind my oh, fucking oh. legs. I was like, <laughs> Waiting, you know, for the fucking hand to come out. But yeah, so the, all I kept thinking the entire tour though was like, all right, so at the end of this, they've got a regular way to get out. You got to go back down, the motherfucker. What happened to you? I got left behind. Oh shit! With like two old ladies, <laughs> and then and they're like trying to call through all this shit. I'm like, it's like, as you said, you have to like call through it because it's getting narrow, it's getting smaller and everything. And then like, I'm kind of getting close to the exit. This lady flashes her light at me just to like see where I'm like, hey, you there? Making me hit my head on the fucking cave. Damn. And I bang my shit. And I'm like, yep, I'm here. Like, you just made me hit my head. <laughs> Was she like... Was she just like using you for a guide or something, or what do you mean? Why did she ask you that? Because like, because we all got out, out. and when we got out, she goes, "We're missing three people." Well, she had to run back in the fucking cave because I was trying to wait, but you you guys must have been. I know you were waiting for him. You guys must have been behind like a motherfucker. I was was waiting for them because they they were going to be left behind too. Because I was even like, you know these women? No, two random white ladies, and they were like hippies too because they were the ones who were like, that's a personal problem. They're like, you feel that? Yeah, I felt it too. Oh nah. <laughs> <laughs> and you stuck in the key with damn fuck that. But now, nah, yeah, so then he comes out and I remember he was just kinda like hit my head. Like, okay. Did so she, then did she scare you? Is that why you hit your head? No, or? like she just flashed her light in my face. Uh, and it's like like it kinda like flashbanged me and I'm like it made me hit my head and I'm like it hit my head hell hard. Damn. This dude, I saw him, I think he got a concussion because when we went back to the Airbnb, he was fucking out cold for like six hours. Yeah, I, I, I went back and I just passed out. That's the last thing you should have done, bro. Bro, I went <laughs> to the pool, bro. I was in the jacuzzi, dog. He was dying on the couch. <laughs> That's fucked. But no, nah, it was an experience. Like, even though, like, I kind of play it down, like, yeah, it wasn't that cool, but it was different. That was, like, the type of shit I like to do. It was, it was different. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be, but it was, like you said, it was still something different because we've never done that shit before. 
Now would I do it again? No. Nah. No. Recommend it though. For the experience, that's it. You probably have an easier time because you're like four feet tall. Huh. I don't even. I wouldn't even be down in that motherfucker. I walk straight through it. <laughs> that's right. You might have to fucking put your hands to the ceiling to feel the top. Hell yeah. But nah. I don't know, bro. I probably wouldn't do good in something like that. You think you'd panic? Not probably. I probably would. I ain't gonna lie. Because there was even one point, bro, where she was like, uh, okay, she stopped us. She's in front of all of us. She was like, you see this opening right here to my left? Don't turn your head that way. Just keep walking straight. Did you look? I don't think I did. I was, like, I was more of like, where the fuck am I going? Like, imagine you're in the middle of this pitch black cl- cave and like this bitch is like, don't look in this room. Just walk straight. Are you superstitious enough to not look, or would you look? Well, it's pitch black, so you shouldn't be able to see nothing in it anyway. But you have a lantern. So even without the lantern, bro, even if I looked without turning the lantern, I still couldn't bring myself to turn my head. So you didn't look? Fuck no. But could you see the opening, though? Like, yeah, I could see it, like, on my peripherals as I walked past it. Because it's all pitch black. Because, like, you can't really, like, you can't really, like, see anything in there. But it's like, you can, when you pass by, you're like, oh, I know the hole there. And she didn't see what was in there. She just said to not look in it. Yeah. Which was good storytelling. She probably just did it for that. I'm guaranteed well, that's all it was. Sure sure but was. still, in the moment, bro, it's like... <laughs> You're like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah, fuck this. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> it's just like a ghost just jerking off. And if you look, it's just going to sploosh all over you. Right. There's <laughs> <laughs> water going out there. Mm. Other than the part where like, she like, told you to take your, your watch off. <laughs> She's like, is your watch glow in the dark? Take it off. This dude was like, I should have told her that I had glow-in-the-dark boxers. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like pitch black and everything, and she's like, I want everyone to turn off the lights. Like, like, so we turn off the candles and everything, and she's like, hey, your watch, does that glow-in-the-dark? He's like, yeah, take it off. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? She didn't really sound like a good guy. She sounded like she was pretty, like, assertive and shit. Oh, uh, dude, she was one of those, like, uh, she tried to make... Like get the shit done. <laughs> that was her stick. Her stick was to be an asshole. Like, being an asshole, but and take it super serious. I mean, she probably has to for the sake of the job. Making, mm-hmm. Keeping everybody in line and shit. She definitely hammed it up, though. Because it would be, like, the equivalent if I was, like... I can't even, like, describe. How, how would you describe how she was? Uh, really into character. Like, like, she, like, went through it or believed it, like, 100%. That's what I would say. Because, I mean, if you didn't really believe in it or some shit, I don't think you'd be able to, like, play it up as much. Right, right, right. right. Obviously, I'm sure it's, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's all fake. Unless she's a good-ass actor. That's what I'm but it's like, if, unless it's like that, or, like, she really believed it, then it's like, I don't think she'd be able to do it the way she did it. Hmm. I feel like I've asked you before, bro. Are you, like, really superstitious? Hell yeah, bro. That's I don't watch no movies that have to do with the devil or anything like that. I don't watch no demon shit because that shit follows you home. Is there any like personal experiences or is that just from like stories? That's just my belief. <laughs> just hard belief? Yeah. Mm. You opening up something, that shit going to follow you home. I feel like it's more like a bad conscience thing. You know what I mean? Like a guilty conscience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can get that. But I just don't fuck with it, bro. I feel like I don't, my brain tells me, like, you know, I don't believe in it. I'm not worried about it. But there's something, like, inside of me, deep, deep down, right, that doesn't let me fuck with it. 
like anything that's paranormal or like that has to do with the devil, bro, or anything like that, I ain't fucking with it. <laughs> I'm not fucking with it. Well, the same way, like I like I said, I don't believe in spiritual shit or ghosts, but I won't fuck with the Ouija board. I don't know why. Yeah. You just don't want to risk it. Right. Like, there's a chance. I'm good. It's like the thing where it's like, for me, it's like, when I always like, <clears throat> or like, it's like ghosts or aliens, people be like, do you believe in them? And I'm like, I mean, no, but I mean, obviously you see them, you're like, oh shit, real. So it's like, yeah, like, it, it's, you're like, ah, it's not real, but I'm just like, I see it, I'm like, oh, shit. So it is real, type of thing. And, like, whenever, like, fuck, now what do I do? Because, mm. like, at that point, you're like, you, oh, shit, ghost, y'all didn't believe in ghosts. Oh, shit, I saw a real ghost. Like, now what do you do? I wonder if, like, you really see ghosts, or if it's just, like, your brain playing tricks on you. I feel like it's a little bit of both, probably. I don't know, because I've seen a lot of, like, parody videos where guys are like, yeah, ghosts are really going to come in here and just go, like... Where they're like calling them out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, I mean, I don't know. Didn't you say you like, like, or I think it was maybe someone like one of your friends like something about like being in a haunted house or something like that, like a legit haunted like house. Jesus. I remember I've seen like a shadow, and there was one time that I swear somebody whispered "Hey" into my ear when I was asleep. But oh no. Other than that. The shadow people. I, I never really. I've never experienced anything no. like that. I've had sleep paralysis and I've seen it and I don't necessarily think that's what that is. The sleep paralysis is people. Well, that's supposedly what the like a thing is whenever you have uh sleep paralysis you see like shadow people in your peripherals and I've had that. But I don't think that's like spirits. I think that's just like my eyes going fucking insane for a little bit. You know what sleep paralysis is, right? Mm-hmm. I've never experienced it. Either. Uh, bro, I had that like with a nightmare one time, where uh, I had sleep paralysis. So I wake up, and pretty much it just feels like your entire body weighs like a thousand pounds, and you can't get up. But like you can try, you can feel yourself like trying to move your shit, and it just feels like it weighs a ton. <laughs> and then when you do actually get up, you feel dizzy as a motherfucker. You can't catch your balance. You're all wobbly. You're uh disoriented i had that with the nightmare where when i woke up i could hear like it sounded like if dudes broke into my house like if they kicked in the door and they're all like get the fuck down and i have sleep paralysis while it's happening and i remember that scary shit damn that's crazy bro i know imagine having sleep paralysis and somebody breaks the fuck in i'm just like like, they break into your room get the fuck down you're like i can't i can't move (laughs) you should help me out but now, but it's creeping up on that time, boys. So I think I'm actually going to go ahead and wrap this one up. Shit, I was going to say, I could still go another 15. You sure? Yeah. Oh, fucking. I just got to be there by like 2.30. Hmm. But now. Okay, so like, sleep paralysis is like, is there a specific way you, like, you get it? Or is there like, just like a condition that like people get for a certain reason? Or like, how does that happen? Like, I've heard that like, it, when your dick is too big, right? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, <laughs> that's, that's, this that's, dude. This dude. Bro. Sometimes, like all of your like dream force is taken into your wiener. That's a lot of wishful thinking you're thinking. And that's right like now. so. It's like really heavy on your body, and it can't. You can't move. It just affects the rest of you. You know. No, 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 your no. dick is my dick is touching my stomach too much. Uh, oh yeah. Hey, let me let me go ask my cousin right now. Let's see if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's random, bro. I don't know what it is. 
Like, is it, because, like, I know there's, like, there's, like, you can go, like, to get, like, medical help for it or something like that. Like, I don't know what they do for it. Well, like a sleep study? Bro, I would never do a sleep study. I know study. you can trigger it as well. Like, you can't cause yourself to go into a sleep paralysis because my little brother has told me about doing it before. He can make himself? Like, it's like where he's, like, on the verge of falling asleep or some shit like that, but he's just, like, he's fighting his sleep or... I don't know what isn't the fuck he like, said. Like some shit like that, yeah. And so like uh he kinda compared it to like sleep paralysis or some shit, but he said it felt the exact same way. Hmm. Have you ever had lucid dreaming? No, I never had that. Because I was like you mentioned I'm like oh, it's almost the same thing, isn't it? Kinda. Kind of like but except for one was like a, like a nightmare type shit. Other and the other one's like a just a really realistic ass dream. Yeah. You guys ever had any weird like fucking uh like very not specific, like otherworldly type dreams, like shit that doesn't make sense. Kinda. Care to but elaborate? I really don't have. I just know I have. I can't even really remember like too many details of it. But it's. I remember. It's usually like, if I'm off some shit. Like, one night I drank my scotch, bro, and I remember that night I had a crazy ass dream and it felt hella real. I woke up sweating. But other than that, nah, bro. I usually don't really dream. Mm. It's usually just black. Yeah, it's usually like how that's how I am. Where I'm like, there be times where I'm like, I don't really dream for like days in a row or whatever, or weeks or whatever. And like there'll be times where I'm like, I'll just dream like something random. But there's times where like they'll feel more realistic than other times. Like sometimes they're kind of like lucid, they're kind of like, oh shit, this like feels like it's real. And then you wake up, you're like, oh shit, that wasn't real. But there's other times where it's just like, oh, I'm not no dream right now. Mm. Shit, there's been times where I woke up, like, confused as fuck, bro. Like, questioning my life and shit. Yeah. Because that dream was so real. I'm like, damn, what the fuck? <laughs> bro, there was this real specific time in my life where I had multiple dreams of killing somebody. But it was never the dream. was never me killing somebody. It was always me coming, like, conscious after I'd done it. And it was either me running from the police or getting caught by the police. And, like, I'd always wake up right before I, like, went to prison right 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 and i don't know why i had like five of those in like a year or two period have you ever tried to look up what that meant no i would assume that like just because of how that's laid out it's uh trying my own conscience telling me like have a fear of consequences so maybe like killing someone is the extreme but because in my life there has been a lot of opportunities i've had where it was like hey you went in on this you want to come and do that and I always had, like, the where, wherewithal to just say, like, nah, I'm good, or I'll set this one out. And I think that was my subconscious telling me, like, this is why you're doing that. Right, right, right. I was about to say, where, like, where were you going with that? Like, you had multiple opportunities to kill someone. Well, I was literally like, about to say that. Like, like, no, like I said, brother, to the extreme. My boy but, has a, life, a past life that he didn't tell us about. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm like, what you done in your past life? It was, it was like, random shit, like... You want to come with us to kick this door in? You want to come with us to sell this? Right, come right, right, drive right. this car to here? But, uh, no, but like I said, those are, like, specific ones. But I've had real, what I was talking about was abstract dreams. Like, that seems like it'd be, like, a fucking painting. Like, it's not humanly possible. Like, I've had dreams where I'm walking up this fucking grassy hill on a bright, sunny day. And I'm just walking up the hill, walking up the hill. The hill's getting steeper and steeper and steeper until I'm walking straight fucking up. And then I fall backwards. And I fall off a fucking mountain. Nah, I wouldn't say that I've ever had a dream like that. Right. I was, I was gonna ask you. I was like, I don't know. I like the time going to church and everything. It, they made it seem more of like a religious thing, but I don't know if it really is. But you ever had a dream where it's like kind of like 
predicts something or kind of tells you something that's going to happen. Yeah. And it's like, like out of like, out of those, like how hundred percent are they true? I don't have uh, dreams that are like that, but I have deja vu. Uh, and this is a, it comes in the form of a dream, right? I've had that happen to me before. Like crazy, crazy yeah. though detail, nigga. Like I'm talking about. This would be like three years prior or years prior. I have this like I'm sitting in a living room in my parents' house, sitting on a couch facing a very specific direction. There's another couch in front of me. My sister's there. My cousin's there. Their kids are playing on the floor. And they say something very random. Uh, Can you get me a soda out of the fridge, please? To wake up. The fuck was that? Three years later, I'm sitting on the couch. My sister's there. My cousin's there. Her kids are playing on the floor. Can you get me a soda out of the fridge, please? And that shit just hits you. Nigga. And, like, right in that moment, I stop. And I'm like. (laughs) And everybody's looking at you like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And I'm like. Uh, how do you like explain that yeah, to somebody? Bro, you know, I've had that happen to me before. Where like I'm dreaming of like just being in the shop, conversating with somebody, and like literally the whole, like you said, it was all set up. Pablo's in the corner cutting his person, and I'm talking to this dude, and just you know, just conversating with them, and I and I like step off to go get the hot leather. I'm even in the front chair where I'm at now, and I don't think I I don't even think I cut hair at this time yet. And I'm like dreaming about like talking to him, then stepping off to get the lather, to shave his neck. But tell me why that literally happened, like, fucking months later, years later, bro. I'm in the shop, and that happens, and I'm, like, walking to the ladder. And then that's when it hits me, and I'm like, whoa. And I'm telling my client, I was like, bro, I swear this is, I was like, I just had a deja vu moment. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, I swear, I just, I was like, this whole conversation and everything I just did, I said, I've done it before, I've seen it in my head before. And this dude's just like, hmm, that's weird. Right. <laughs> and, I'm like, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, man, my bad. I, I just, I was like, it's just a deja vu moment. And he was just like, hmm, that's weird. I got chills from you saying that, bro. That shit's crazy. Because <clears throat> I've, I've experienced shit like that. What does it mean? I don't know what it means. Well, I was going to say, like, is that, like, straight up, like, deja vu 100%? Or is that, like... It's not deja vu. That's the only way to describe it is what it feels like. But that's something else, bro. But there's, like, there's other times where I've been in a setting or somewhere where I'm like, I've been here before. I've seen this shit before. You know what I mean? I just can't explain where. That's what I was like. I know I've had a couple of dreams where I'm like, it'll 100% be exactly the way it was in my dream, but it'll it'll tell me something and it'll happen like a couple months later or something. Like, kind of like, I know, like, for a fact, for sure, that that happened earlier this year was my car accident. Like, it wasn't the same thing that happened, but I'm like, a week before that, that I got hit, I was like, I dreamed that I got into a car accident, and I'm like, what the fuck? A week later, I got into a car accident. So, so I was like, like shit like that. I don't know if you ever had that before. See, to me, that sounds like a premonition. But what we experienced, I don't know, that's different. Because, like, premonition is something important to come, you would think, right? Mm-hmm. So, But where does, like, him just being in his barber shop, grabbing a towel, and why? why is that there? Why am I sitting on a couch in the middle of just having a random talk with family? Like, why did I dream about this and then am I going through this shit now? I don't know. Like, yeah. what's the significance of it? It feels to me like it almost feels like a glitch in the Matrix. Kind of. It almost leans into the theory that, like, maybe this is a simulation or it's an alternate reality or some shit or we're in a loop and we don't know it. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, that's the only thing I could think of why something like that would happen, right? Because, right, right, like... Right. I don't even call it a premonition because a premonition is something important. Right. That's not. It's like an error. Mm-hmm. 
don't know. It's fucking weird, though. I'm, I'm glad we shared that, I though. Wouldn't be, I wouldn't doubt it. It feels like a simulation. I've heard that, too, before, that this is like a whole simulation and shit like that. Mm-hmm. It feels too real. You said it feels too real? It feels too real, the simulation. You're like, watch. If it was a simulation, could I beat my dick right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, have y'all heard about that meta? That metaverse shit that Facebook is doing now? Oh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I saw that. So, like, now they're part of a company called Meta. And so now pretty much this whole virtual reality world is about to become existence. So, like, you'll be able to work. You'll be able to do everything you do now in your life. Plus more in this virtual reality. And, uh, yeah, bro, that shit's crazy. You mean like Ready Player One? Something like that. Like, you can literally live your whole life through this. You'll be able to work. You'll be able to go to the mall, buy shit, all that, all that stuff through this virtual reality game. You'll have your avatar, all that crap. At what point do you think it's too much? At that point? (laughs) (laughs) Probably, yeah. Yeah. I think we're already there, to be honest with you. Because, like, you know how, like, back then, like, movies would portray the future? Like, oh, we're going to fly in cars and all that shit? But it's like, oh, it's not going to happen. And, like, but then now you're kind of, like, slowly, like, oh, shit, we're kind of slowly building up to it. And at that point, we're like, we're like, where does it stop? For real, dude. Like, in this game, you'll be buying, like, literally, you'll buy land for USD for real money. But you're only owning it on this virtual reality. Like, I could own 200 acres in this virtual reality game. And I'm literally paying 200,000 USD money for this land in this game that does not exist only but in this game or i can open up a mall i can go to the mall go to Foot Locker in the virtual reality game buy a pair of jays and only own it a digital pair of jays in that game bro like, <laughs> like bro, you see my dick i don't own that shit in real life i only own that shit in the game i can have sex in the game bro i can do whatever the fuck i can be whoever i want to be in the game is it cheating if it's you have sex in the, in the game it's not a game it's a virtual reality bro it's, it's real life we talking about Chris. is it cheating if you have sex in the game I haven't. I don't know. It just depends. Are you in a relationship? Is if you're in a relationship, if your status says in a relationship on there, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure that's going to be a thing too. Very good. You're tying the knot in a while. You got to be honest with these things. Yeah, I would say so. My boy. I'm not a cheater, so I don't know. We were raised good. More like you. Hey, stuff happens. We're involved, oh, mean, bro. Self control. No, I don't know, bro. I'm still like, I hope we don't skip the step where we all get like fucking phones in our arms. I don't know about that. Man. Yeah, man, I'd want it. Like, think about it, because you already carry this around all the time. What's the difference between it being attached to you, or like wearing like, a glove or some shit like that? No, attached to you. Like, imagine, like, if they put something, like, in your wrist, so literally, like, you tap it and, like, a screen pops up on your arm. I don't know, bro. I'm not sure if I'd be down for that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, at what point is it, like, all right, this is too much now? <laughs> if, like, it's only getting, the future and, like, technology is only, it's only getting more, more advanced. If you had the choice to be able to download your conscience into a robot <clears throat> or an Android version of yourself, right? So you could live forever. Would you do it? Kind of, is it kind of like a time capsule? We're talking like a, like you actually living being an android now. Here's the catch, though: you got to die to transfer your memory. And well, then, so you pretty much be a robot for the rest of your life. Yeah, but I mean, well, that's, what, that's what I ask them. Like, are you gonna be a robot now? Or it's you, not you. You're gone. You're just literally putting your conscience into the robot to continue living as you. That's what I'm saying. Like, and the robot's gonna be you for the rest of the life. Yes. 
Why would I do that? That's what I'm saying, bro. You made it seem like you were confident to say the robot part. Nah, I would. I want to live, bro. Nah, I'm not, bro. And I don't know. I just ain't with it. Maybe if you're on your deathbed, maybe. But like, I'm not gonna like. Oh, I'm gonna die right now. So my like, robot can live forever and be me. Like if you're deathbed, I'm like, all right, I don't want to leave my shit behind. Sure. But not right now. I'm like, I'm gonna go fucking right now. Die and be an android. Hmm. Poetic. I think we should just not go against God, bro, and just. When we die, we die. God looks at us every day in shame. Shakes his head more and more. Straight up. So you're single, right? And they invent, like, sex robots. Would you try it? They got sex dolls now. No, no, robots, though. I don't know if it's still there, but have you ever drove, like, towards, like, well, you said you haven't gone to Independence in a while, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I know, I don't specifically remember where, but there's a sign if you drive like if you're gonna head to Independence. There's a sign that's like a, like a sex robot like hotline, and I always wonder. I'm like, who like, where did this come from and who the fuck did this? Like legit, like there's a sex like robot like hotline. What makes it sex robot? It's probably like just a hotline, bro. Where it's somebody on a machine talking to you. It's probably like the computer voice. Dirty, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. it's like I saw that and I'm like, what the fuck. I'm like, this is the first time I see some shit like this. But there's a, like, like, I don't know if it's still there, but it was like a big giant billboard that had a phone number on there. And like a website. You ever had phone sex? No. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's old school, man. It's old school. It's a little before your time. You probably had tech sex, and that's it. Oh, shit, I had both. I had it with the flip phone. <laughs> I kept accidentally shutting it. (laughs) (laughs) I've had that. I've had like videos sent to me. Like bitches playing with themselves and shit. You ever taken a dick pic? Yeah. What's your angle? I like the side, bro. (laughs) (laughs) The side, bro. I thought you were going to say a power move where you do it like under your sack and you're like peeking over it. Nah, bro. I never never show my face. I go like that, push my hand right here. Put my side right there. Make I was like, mm-hmm. speaking of that, give, that, like, give me that Bieber, twelve inch look. My boy. <laughs> like, I don't know, like if like if, like when you guys were in high school, that's the thing. Like, ever got like shit like that got leaked, like and through your friends and shit like that, and, like how high school would be? Boy, that was me. I had hella girls sending me news, bro, and I was showing everybody that. Shit. <laughs> I was out here ruining girls' lives. My boy. Because I was like, I remember one time like, <coughs> there was someone that like had one and they got leaked and everyone on high school saw it and like dude just like like went like missing for like a while obviously just so everyone forgot about it because everybody saw his wiener yeah <clears throat> i wouldn't have cared. i would have been ashamed bro you got to make sure those motherfuckers look right 2x zoom brightness up maybe a little down <laughs> i would have embraced it exactly well, what do you think <laughs> no because i was like i was like trying to think like think back high school like when it all got leaked and everything, and I was just like, "Oh, you see this shit?" Like, like, and everything was like passing it around. I remember being in high school, and this girl showed me this dude's Facebook, whose phone had gotten stolen, and the people who stole this phone, I guess this dude had taken a picture naked with his girl, bro, like in the mirror, and they had posted that shit. The people who stole this phone posted that, all that shit, bro, on his to, onto his Facebook. Oh, that's mm. I was like, damn. He didn't go to our school, but I was like, that's fucked up, man. That's what I'm saying, like stuff like that. Like, that's dirty, bro. But 
I mean, shit, bro, if you're a girl sending your nudes out, if you're a dude sending your nudes out, and you know, you know the risks, I feel like you should know the risks. Mm-hmm. That's so you never sent one? I, I mean, who has that? What's your angle? My angle? <laughs> Put the phone on your forehead, bro. Down. Yeah, POV. Yeah. My boy. And on that note, we wrap this up. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to that Taco Podcast. I'm gonna try to get these episodes out more frequently, as long as you know I'm not dying again. So ideally, I'm gonna try to do two a week. Cause you said you're down for Mondays. Mondays. I'm gonna try to run a Saturday one also. I'm off tomorrow and Wednesday. We'll make something. I want to do more content because I took some time off. But with that being said, thank you, Alex. Thank you, Raul. Appreciate you guys coming, guys. This has been the Death Taco Podcast.